Huh. No one else is here. That show, when you look back on it, was so freaking good, it made a judge cry. on that season actually um i'll tell you the story about when i lied to the core director all right well welcome back another week another episode i mean they're pretty sporadic now but you know we do what we can um so a little explanation School started up again. Danny and I no longer live near each other right now because he's down in Shambana, good old U of I, go Illini. And, well, I'm stuck in the south suburbs of Chicago. We're going to try working on something soon, maybe Zoom. We had a suggestion about um, how to get it working so we can have both video and audio. But for now, I figured I have free time somehow so i'm just gonna record a episode i don't know if it's gonna be 20 minutes it's gonna be 20 hours probably closer to the first but we'll see where this takes us um i just went on to the google form for topic suggestions and most of them are still band related so it looks like we're getting another band episode of space show um one kind of topic I saw was leadership, how to be an effective leader. Actually, how to, to quote the person, leadership, like how to be a effect leader. And well, I mean, I was leadership for a little bit, did that thing. It was fun and stressful, but also fun. Um, with leadership, let's see, where did I start that? I guess it'd be Cole Cadets 16. I'm not counting the high school stuff. That's basically, the, I asked the director and he said, are you sure? And I, I'm like, yeah, yeah, it'd be great. And then I didn't know what I was doing because I was a high schooler who had never done anything else. But that's what I'm going to talk about it. Maybe help someone out. So with Cole Cadets 2016, my second year there, um, I think I split leadership with the other vet there because he had been there longer but I was tapping it was a little confusing situation but him and I did a pretty decent job good old Tony and a lot of it's just kind of doing what you would want to be done if you were just membership um this past summer with or not I guess not this past summer because the season didn't happen legends 2019 uh, my center snare, Connor, good old Smeeds, um, he always just had a lot of the right things to say, no matter what the situation was, if we were bogged down, if like just the energy wasn't there, or if, I don't know if just one person was giving attitude, but it was affecting the rest of us. He would be able to just turn around and say, guys, this is what we're doing wrong, and this is why we need to fix it. And he wouldn't like be rude about it. He wouldn't be mean. He would just like tell us. And finally, after one day, or like after 
one of these speeches, I went up to him like, how do you think of what to say? Like, did you hear that before in your life? And you're just like regurgitating it? Or like, are you thinking of it on the spot? And he turned to me, he's like, well, it's what I wanted to hear. Because I was also in the same position. I'm not high and mighty. Like, I still feel the same things as everyone else. But I was just thinking, what do I want to hear between this rep and the next to make me like feel better and more energetic? And every time he opened his mouth, I shut up, close mine, open my ears and just full attention. And he had some of the most inspirational words I've heard on a field. I never felt like lesser, even though he was like the guy for the battery and percussion section. But he just, he was great. Um, I try it. I wish I had known that information sooner in life because it definitely would have made for more, more productive speeches because during some indoor seasons, I was leadership actually every year at Pioneer Indoor because my rookie year, it was all new humans on that quad line. So they're like, all right, you've actually done drum corps and some indoor before. Good luck. Come to these meetings. And for the most part in those meetings, I kept my mouth shut. I was just trying to still get a lay of the land because I was totally new. But for indoor, I was a little more aggressive in my leadership style, which I can definitely reflect back on and think, wow, some people don't respond well to that. I personally did at the time, especially from instructors. If I'm being told you're doing this wrong, you need to fix it or else everyone is waiting on you. It's like, all right, I know exactly what I need to change. But to tell that to a group of people and some of them might be 14 to 21 it's like well I don't know how each individual will respond to this especially since I'm not an instructor so for indoor I would definitely just kind of always say what was on my mind in a leadership sense um, to the group I felt that the group can rally together more than an individual like if you just harass one person and say hey man you're bad. Nine times out of 10, you're going to be discouraged. Like, wow, they don't like me. I'm just bringing this group down. But if you say to the group, like, hey, guys, this is what we can all do better. And through that support system, like, you will all get through it. Um, I definitely think instructional staff, though, if you focus on one person, I found better results because, I mean, you're telling them exactly what to do better. But, yeah, as for more leadership things, I just think, like, being a positive role model I'm not saying being Mr. Perfect because no way am I have I ever been that in any season I march but you just have to be more positive than not if you hate what you're doing at the time if you're on hour three or four of tracking and you're just getting beat down well it's like all right well everyone else around me is getting poopy faced tomato nose I guess I'm gonna be the one shouting during like getting this water breaker like making some other sort of camaraderie with another member. I can specifically remember in 2018 Legends, my rookie season, I was leadership and the quad line, we just didn't mesh super well and there was a lot of tension. But early season, um, some leadership could spot that and they definitely talked about it and they would ask me like, hey, what can we do? I'm like, I don't know, I just feel like we're not meshing well. And I remember one thing that, again, Connor did, he looked at the quad line and said, hey, for these water breaks, when we run back for our water jugs and run back to our drums, if you can beat me, any one of you, I will pay to do your laundry and your laundry day will be a free day. You can do whatever you want, but you have to beat me. And we had four full days to complete that. And he 
son of a gun was so fast. I, once I knew like we were kind of getting close to water, I'd be getting ready to put my sticks in, put my drums out and just sprint. Guy was quick on his feet, never uh, let us or never gave us the opportunity to win. And we always had to do our laundry, but it did bring us closer for that period of time because he, as a leadership, could see that there was something not meshing well. So if you notice something in a section, just, all right, how do I help them out? Or how do I instruct their leadership? Like, yo, this is what I would try. And I'd try passing that on to students. Like, hey, your humans look like they're not doing super hot. Um, I would suggest this maybe on your free time, your breaks, lunch break, um, hang out during a weekday. Like, try these things and let me know how it works. And sometimes it works. Sometimes people don't respond as well to those ideas as either. Um, let's see. Be taught and just for an episode and discuss what shows you wish you could have been in, DCI or WGI. Um, personally, I think most WGI shows are just like the bomb diggity because you're just hanging out with friends all weekend. You're getting better. Um, one show that I wish I could be in, um, which sounds kind of biased because it's Pioneer Indoor. It's a Pioneer Indoor 2015, but that show, when you look back on it, was so freaking good, it made a judge cry. Um, I was marching Nexus 2015 at that point, uh, Medusa. It was weird timing. I vaguely remember um, how, like, the events of the weekend for WGI Finals, our first, our first and only time at Dayton. We got there. A class was only prelims and finals before, uh, before there was no semis um, so we did prelims got into finals did our finals day and then the next day after that was uh, open and world finals which was really cool so we drove over to see open finals but we only saw pioneer indoor perform that year in 15 and then we left but somehow didn't get back to um, s- south suburb chicago um from Dayton Ohio till about like 4 or 5 a.m which was three hours later than the uh, schedule had predicted but that's besides the point um we at least got to see Pioneer Indoor and I saw them in the lot I remember thinking holy crap you can do that with a drum is that like real and I couldn't fully grasp how great it was at the time I saw the show because they went through the tunnel, did their thing. I watched it from like one of the corner curtain areas because I think we were supposed to be leaving, but I'm like, I'm just, I got to see some of this at least. And I just wish I could have sat down and really experienced it in its full capacity. But man, watch, like, keep going back to that show. The design looks super dope. The beats look f- super fun. But asking the membership, they're like, yeah, it was only okay, which. I mean, that was their personal experience. I can't say anything towards that. I can only say as a, how old was I? 16-year-old, I was in awe and shock because my little band brain couldn't handle it. So I would say, like, if I could march any show, that'd definitely be, like, number one because it's whenever I would march a season every year, I would have to go back, look through my playlist of why do I do this again, look back at some of my shows, what the outcomes were look back at the shows i really admired like this show and realize like what i what the potential of every show can be because i feel like if you just kind of go through the motions each and every week you lose that drive a little bit so i would just remind myself why do i like doing this why the hell am i here paying money every weekend 
for four months, five months, when I can be sitting at home, sleeping, at the very least, rather than anything else. Right now, I'm getting yelled at in a gym for not pointing my toe correctly. But reflecting back on your shows and the progress you can make, it just kind of shows like, wow, all right, we have potential. I can make really good friends here, which a lot of my lifelong friends have come from band. The people that sit across from this table normally come from band. So that's at least my two cents on it, on which show I would want to be in and why you should reflect back on your shows, even if they're bad. Because let me tell you, I marched some crappy shows. Nothing against the programs or anything, but, I mean, when you have three staff members in the whole organization, you can only be so good as a first-year ensemble. But that's some of my, like, best memories because it was like I didn't know what I was getting into. I just stepped in the door because my percussion director said, you should show up because it's still at your high school. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll I'll hang out on the weekends, meet some new people. But, yeah. Looking for more suggestions. Let's look at these. Um, That one's involving Star Wars. Cannot answer that without Mickey. What are your long-term plans involving music? Will you continue performing slash teaching for as long as possible? Um, Let's think about that. So, I'm done performing. I can no longer perform. I am old balls. Did indoor from 2013 to 2019, which is arguably too much time. And then DCI from 2015 to 2019, but I took 2017 off. Yep. Excuse me. Yeah, that's right. Um, so as terms of performing, I still have the Chicago Bulls, Los Bulls. Um, that's a f- great opportunity. It's not, no one does it for the money. It's not paying the bills. It's just a sweet little bonus, money, clothes, tickets, food, and like exclusive access to things I would never see. I was never a basketball fan. More recently I have been, but I just wanted to drum. So being able to perform with the Stampede is like super cool. I get to meet players on accident sometimes. I get to walk around the tunnels that a lot of people don't experience. I see a lot of people on Instagram, like they stand on center court, they'd have some sort of VIP access and they take a picture like standing on the court. Whereas on any Thursday night in normal life out of quarantine, It'd be like, all right, let's meet at the United Center. We're going to practice there for like three or four hours when no one else is there. Maybe security and then like people are in the offices, but no one's in the UC. Like we're the only ones on the court. No one's in the stands and we can do whatever we want. Sometimes people bring basketballs, which I don't know if we're allowed to do, but uh, Mr. Chicago Bull, I have never partaken in said sport. Um, We can go up and down the stands. Like we can look around. We're pretty like free to do whatever we want. And we respect the rules, obviously, but it's just like a really cool opportunity that just through this whole drumline gig, I can go and look at whatever the hell I want in the United Center. Um, what was the other part of that question? Will you continue teaching for as long as possible? Um, yes and no. So with quarantine and COVID, obviously a lot of fall and summer programs haven't happened. Um, I taught for two days at a program I'm familiar with just because I was approached to do it uh, last minute someone had some events come up and they just needed someone in front of the kids and it was a paying gig so I mean why not um but as for the rest of the season I know a lot of programs with competitions getting canceled are still pursuing their opportunities to teach kids how to march a show which I think is good um it's great they're teaching the music teaching them drill so people don't get rusty um I 
didn't want to do it because right now I'm starting nursing school, which is really cool. And I need way more time devoted to that than band right now. In the winter, I don't know. I'm kind of back and forth. I really want to teach, which I'll probably go back to my same program I've been at for years. But I, I'm not expecting to be there every day, every like rehearsal. I'll be there when I can. But I have to be realistic about what is going on in my own life. And I need to start prioritizing the right things rather than just keep doing band as long as I can. Who knows? Once school's over, once I got to get a job, yeah, if there's more teaching opportunities that come my way, I would always say yes. But I can't do that right now. I can't take on the same load as I would normally enjoy to. Um, let's see. Are there any other band things? Just thinking about it now, one shenanigan for band that I very much so remember. Actually, let me... Get it down from my drumming wall. So, I'll lean it up against my computer so everyone can see. So for drum corps, often, more often than not, people fundraise to get their fees just because, I mean, you're shelling out a couple grand to do this whole summer thing. And to pay it on your own is kind of asking a lot of the members so people reach out to their family members, local community services, and say, hey, I'm doing this whole marching thing. Um, It's some of the most elite music in um, the country, the nation. Uh, I just need help paying it off. And I believe it's a tax write-off. I know my second year of drum corps, I got it completely paid for just because I reached out to so many businesses. And they were more than willing because it furthers my education. It looks really good on the business. I sent them a picture, and it was a whole thing. It was great. Well, our bottom base house for uh cold cadets in 16 mr isaiah here he did the same thing which good for him he i don't know how much he got paid for i never asked him the numbers because i mean that's kind of personal um but he did it and it was really cool so he got these pictures printed out to send out and we saw the pictures and we're like we want as many as you can get of those and at cold cadets we take a week break or we took a week break and would come back and start rehearsing again and then finish out the season. In the, like in the middle of July, he just take a week off for some reason. Well, when he came back, he printed out like 50, 60 of them to where we layered them all on the back windows where the uh, battery sat. And then at DCI World Prelims, we told him, bring a picture, leave it all in the field, leave it. So we're in the tunnel, we're doing our like hype, we're doing our talk. And he takes out his picture, and he's like, guys, check this out. And he threw it on the ground. Well, (laughs) our staff saw, and they looked back and saw it, picked it up. We do our show, ah, cool, crying. We're all upset that it's our last time together. And then we head out to the tunnel. We leave. We go out to take our pictures. We start doing our wrap-ups. And then the staff member comes up, hey, this is going to be a really great season, but you guys just made a one fatal mistake. This could have cost you your, like, all those points, and he holds up the picture, like, we, I know you left this in the tunnel, and we started playing it off, like, oh, sorry, but he, the staff member was not happy about it, I can't remember exactly which one gave us the speech, but once they picked it up, it, they said it was very not cool, but looking back on it, it was very cool, we had so many of these pictures, a lot of us taped them on our water jugs, that's why this is, like, outlined with tape, so, yeah, thinking back on that season, actually, um, 
I'll tell you the story about when I lied to the core director. So we were in, God, we were at some college because we never stayed at a college and it was really cool. I want to say it was Villanova, maybe. It was. It's near a beach, like some sort of lake or river. I don't know. And we're rehearsing, doing the thing, and we have a show that day. So all the battery boys were like, guys, it's like half a mile, maybe a mile to the beach. Let's all walk. Like once, once they say you're dismissed for from rehearsal, pack up your things and just run. Bring some soap because the rule is you have to shower or like yeah, shower and be clean before you put on your uniform. So like, just bring some soap. We'll say we we at least bathed. We run. We all get in. There's a cool video because um, I just approached some woman and gave her my phone. It's like, hey, can you take a photo of us? And she's like, sure took some pictures and she's like all right now i'm taking a video and we all get excited and i'm really glad she did that honestly because it's really fun to look back on well we go back we head back to the um dorms start getting ready we didn't shower off because i mean we use soap good old head and shoulders mane and tail you know the soap that's also gasoline well we start getting our compression gear on and me and our two my two buddies were in a room together me mickey and then our other buddy and one of the tour assistants comes up and our doors wide open he's like you guys showered yeah why what's up i got um someone saying that you guys didn't shower you guys went somewhere else during this time no we're clean and i had to get changed still because i think i was still in something wet or maybe i had a towel on i don't know why the door would be open honestly at that point there was some reason i had to put on actual clothes so i just looked at him and said well, I'm going to get changed now and just shut the door on him and it's closed all slow, which was great comedic timing. So we get our change. They start laughing. And then we head out. Me and Mickey are walking side by side. And the core director, hey, Eddie, come over here. And Mickey left so fast, did not stick around and watched it all happen. And after I was done, I'm like, what happened there? Well, I wasn't going to get kicked out today. I'm like, all right, cool. Just we're on the same page. So he pulls me over and he's like, Eddie, so I got one of the parents saying that um, you guys went to the beach. Well, why did they say that? They said they saw you there? Oh, then yeah, yeah, we were there. I mean, you can't lie if someone says they saw you, especially if there's like 14 of you there. You, you can't lie on that. Yeah, yeah, we were there. All right. Why are you guys there? Well, we're by a beach. Uh, we, we had to go see it. We just wanted to go like see um, they said that you were in the water just splashing around and like with soap. Oh, I mean like we dipped our toes in. We didn't like swim, which that was a lie. And it was, um, he's like, all right, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, like we're all clean and everything. We, we just want to get ready for the show. I think I gave him some excuse like I needed to go load something up so I could leave. It's like, all right, fine. And then when I met up with Mickey, he's like, oh, I didn't want to be there. I didn't want to get kicked out. I'm like, well, this is what I told him. Oh, cool. So you lied to our core director? Yeah, what else would I do? And then months later, um, after the season, maybe like a month, month and a half, I posted the picture because we all agreed. I sent, or I had the pictures and I told them, I am not sending these out until the day after DCI finals because I know someone's going to post them. So the day after, I sent them out, I posted it, and immediately the core director comments on my post. I knew it. I knew you guys did this. And I was cackling. I didn't march the next season um, because, well, I got cut at the Colts, and then I didn't want to go back to Colt Cadets for various reasons. Nothing against them. I just didn't want to go back. I decided to take a season off. 
So I knew once I posted it, I'm like, all right, cool. They can't do anything. And then the core director wasn't even back. So no harm, no foul. What do we do? We swam? Sorry. Huh. Well, I guess about 25 minutes. I'm going to call it here. Let me know if you guys like the solo podcast. Um, I'm going to encourage Danny to at least try one. Maybe he can get one of his drumline buddies from the house um, to do one with him. I don't know. Let me know what you guys really think about this format. We're going to try something with Zoom where he's going to call me. He has a one microphone. We'll get the good audio. The video might not be the best. You'll still get the same quality from this camera. I'm not sure what he has. It might just be his um, laptop webcam mic or camera. So we'll see. As always, um, subscribe to the YouTube channel. We're considering making merch. Like maybe just throw the logo on a shirt or like a sticker mostly. Um, maybe we'll hit up some of our artist friends, throw them some dollars to design a shirt or something. Uh, print out a couple and we'll see. The goal is kind of to like maybe... Because we're close to 60 subscribers. I'm thinking maybe 65. And we'll start making something. So be sure to subscribe. Let your friends know. And once we hit that milestone, we'll have a giveaway or something. Uh, I'll mail it out. One shirt and a sticker. Um, use our Google form to suggest any topics you might want to hear. It's in the link, link tree, which is in the description of all the videos, all the podcasts. It's on the Instagram. Uh both the uh, Space Show Instagram and all our individual Instagrams right in the bio. And all you have to do is click the podcast suggestion, type out what you want. You can leave your name or you don't have to. I'll do. I'll answer any questions. I don't care. Um, and yeah, we'll see where this takes us. Um, thanks for listening. Hope to catch you next week or two weeks or in some amount of time. And as always, Black Lives Matter, please exercise your right to vote this uh, election season.